You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I could have used this starting a few minutes later because I was down there wolfing down liver pate. What? How do you make pate? Uh, Am I saying it right? Yeah, pate. Patty. Patty. Liver patty. Let me get patty. So um, you take a pound of liver, you kind of clean up the... Oh, you got to shoot a deer first. Yeah, you got to shoot a deer. Hmm. Or get some, get some from a buddy. Okay. In Dan's case, you have to get some from a buddy. <laughs> you know what? Poor Dan. No. Dan had his chance. I put him in front of a good doe, and he's like, well... No. Uh, anyway, this you, Saturday is his chance. He want, he's yeah, like, he, I'm going to shoot a doe later one. this season. I'm like, it's a doe. He's he's <laughs> got a, a hand. Dan, he's a got a good shot at at some at a doe, and I think he gets more points, more preference he points does. if he shoots I'm, a doe in this. I'm just saying, if Dan doesn't end up with liver, it's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, preparation. It's it's honestly really easy. Um, liver cooks pretty fast, but you. Chop it up in kind of one inch or so cubes. Pre-cooked. Pan. Cooking pan, okay. Yeah, Pre-cooked. bacon grease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Bacon grease, butter, uh, garlic, shallots, onions, uh, thyme. It's, it's really, really a simple thing. And then once it's all cooked, then you put it in a food processor, puree it, it all together with some more butter. Hmm. Yeah, dude. And it's just thyme. Like, you just – I use, like, an immersion blender, and so you're just getting it to the consistency you want. Put it in a jar, let it get cold in the fridge. It was not as livery as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that. So this was the doe liver. I haven't used any of the buck liver yet, but the I thought the same thing. Like it wasn't as real forward liver flavor. I don't know if the liver gets stronger tasting if they're in rut, but the liver that off the the buck I just shot was very potent. It's strong. It's a strong smell. Well, I also before you cook the liver. You do the buttermilk trick to try to get rid of some of the blood flavor that's yeah. in it, and I don't know if that helps it or. What is that? What, yeah. what is that trick? It's just—it's actually just the acid in the buttermilk that pulls out the. Uh, it it kind of neutralizes a little bit, from what I understand. Jeremiah says it doesn't really huh. that much. It's more. It'd be like soaking in water. It's not that it's the buttermilk. It is a little acidic, but uh, I don't know. Jeremiah, when I talked to him about that. Um, and when I went hunting with him like four years ago, I remember him talking about how it's like it really, <clears throat> the soaking of it's more just pulling out, like you said, some of the blood mm-hmm. um, from it. 
I do think he said like liver was one of the times to maybe do it because a lot of people do it with like all their cuts, which is yeah. There's a lot right. of recipes out there that say you know French, 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 French onion soup and something citric, like that. <clears throat> citric acid. In it. Yeah, people, I just don't think people. Most people don't know how to cook deer. You do that for like wild turkey though, right? The buttermilk. Yeah, that's is, is that, that's like making tenders or something. I actually oh. uh, did pickle juice. Last time I cooked a breast and it was awesome. Chick fil A style. Chick fil A style. The only acceptable application of anything pickle related. <laughs> oh, I was just God. seeing if I could get Braden to admit pickles are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we're Won't getting do there. that. One step. There's just one, one step towards that. You know how many pickles I ate this morning, Braden? Three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to have a good buck story here in a minute. Um, I, I haven't really heard it or I've, I've uh, forgotten pieces of it at least, but Erica got a buck this weekend. Hello. Yeah. My first buck. Yeah. So we're going to do that in a second. Uh, but I, I believe, uh, you know, we got to put the good stuff off till, till the end. So make your the rules. Yeah. And we started off with pickles. So it only goes uphill from That's here right. on Braden. I agree. Um, but you went fishing, I think, right? I did, man. We had all, all of our kids. Is the fishing good right now? Sorry, uh, I cut you off. Is it, um, are you, is it like, what's it like? My, so it's trout fishing. So oh. yeah. It's this is the time of year around here to go. Yeah, I trout thought you fishing. I thought you were out at the pond. So no, no, interesting. No. Um, but kids were sick, and I was at home. My wife went to her family's Thanksgiving. I was stuck with the you know sick kids Aww. at home, and um, and so when she came back, she was like, "Why don't you go fishing?" Or this was Saturday. She's like, "Why don't you go fishing? You know, just take a few hours and go." I was like, "I love you," and so I did that. <clears throat> went out by myself to Otter Creek chasing some stocked rainbows um it's weird man I, I i am convinced people are keeping fish out of there oh. so this is catch and release season uh they stock it in october and then it's catch and release until the end of march first of april and the fish st- they stack up where they stock them and then of course we haven't really had much rain to allow them to distribute yeah thoroughly and so I'm out there fishing in the same spots where we saw a ton of fish before, and there's not that many. I'm no. like, what in the world? And so I go downstream to this one, that one bend that I always like to hit. Mm-hmm. There's no fish there either. And I'm like, well, if they're not there, yeah. they would have definitely been here. And I'm convinced there's some some out a, there. They had a real problem with uh, people netting fish there. Oh. Uh, like, Just scooping them up. Well, because when no, they like stock with the, them, they're stacked. Like the, you know, like the long, like, rectangle nets, not like the... Oh. Like a cast net? Yeah. Yeah. And so, they're like, they're throwing them on top of them and stuff <gasps> like that. Because the guy up at the, the front, at the entryway, was like, no netting. And I was like, what do you mean? I can't, like, use my net to... He's like, no, like, to catch a bunch of time. And he told me, like, a five-minute story about... <laughs> that, that doesn't surprise me then. I mean, because the numbers were that noticeable. And it yeah. was in particular three spots that I knew fish were there three weeks ago or whatever, last yeah. time I was there. Yeah. And numbers and size. And I was like, this is... Something's off. Like, yeah. We haven't had enough rain for them to move that much. That's a bummer. Yeah. Do you think but, they just take them home and eat them or they sell them? Yeah. No, they eat them. This is why we can't have nice things, people. I know, Come man. Come on. And and I think it has a lot to do with the fact they used to have more presence down there fish and wildlife. Now they have one guy who's kind of yeah. sporadically there. Yeah. Um, you know, and it is what it is. Caught some, I still caught some fish. Uh, I'm really excited to get down to Hatchery Creek, though, because, yeah. I mean, deer season, I've, I've kind of stepped beyond that. <laughs> and they're done. Just trout on my brain, for sure. Yeah. Back to your my. regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> yes. Jacob's yeah. fishing well, brain is back. That was my regular. I, I went, uh, I did two outdoorsy things and i worked on my buck heads this weekend um 
I had last year's deer still in the freezer because I was just so mad I couldn't even. And like he didn't have antlers, he just had the little toothpick, so I just threw his head in the freezer. He <laughs> fit. So I, I did. I've been. I'm working on two <laughs> bucks at once right now. <clears throat> How'd that feel taking them out and showing them to the bigger buck? You're like, hey, oh baby. no, there's a. <laughs> I actually could have been. <laughs> I posted that photo on Go Wild and toothpicks is like I have the the big buck in the pot and toothpicks is so his skull so small that it sits on top of the big buck Aww. and there's just two little nubs two sticking little up nubs. uh i ended up it got his whole skull ended up getting in, in the water so i had to like kind of restore a little bit of the color uh but i wasn't putting a whole lot of effort into that i didn't just, see it at first when you first yeah, that I didn't, <laughs> it didn't have a whole lot of color at? on those times but they're pretty white right now so i'll have oh, to dang. i'll have to but you can uh larson told me this a while back because a lot of times if you boil them yourself um you can actually see this on a lot of people that post euro mounts you can see that angle where it was sitting in the water yeah it'll boil off the color off the bottom of the bases you can actually shoe polish that back in mm. um i'm not a big restore like i don't I'm not a guy like I have a buck over here that has a time broken off, and a lot of people restore the times. Oh yeah, to yeah. me, like I like him like he was, you know. If it was like part of like if I shot him like that, that's it, how I want him. But if I like if he put him it, in the truck, yeah, that's different. That's probably that's what, what I'm talking do. about. Yeah, yeah, some people will actually like restore right the rack because they want It's a big thing with elk. Yeah, like, those giant like yeah. they'll spend tons of money and time. I, to me, I just. I kind of I like this guy was a fighter and yeah. he, his eye guard was broken off yeah. and he yeah. you know he's it's part of the story like chipped up and his ears were all torn up he had about a four inch gap on the back that had healed up. Um, That's cool. Anyways, I boiled the, that was last night. It wasn't not a big story, but like this week I was down in uh, Middlesbrough to see my my family, and so me and Blake, <clears throat> his dad's got a new Can Am. Oh dude, 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 that thing looks so. Oh it's freaking like turbocharged. It looked mean. He scared the bejesus out of me. We, you said we, it goes 80? No. He's had it up to 80. It's supposed to do 120. It goes 120. He hasn't. What? He hasn't. His dad has had it up to 80. Um, I told him, I was like, I don't want to go above 60. Like, I, I'm not about that life anymore. Not in this thing with you driving. Right? <laughs> uh, but somebody pulls out in front of you in that, and it's like, I, I'm in a three-point seatbelt with no helmet on, so – uh, we we were gonna be just crawling up a dirt path, so I didn't. We weren't too worried about it, but I just made it clear, like I ain't doing that. So, yeah. but one time he got on it while I was sitting there not paying attention, and it threw me back. I felt like we were about to roll over backwards. It, the zero to sixty was like instantaneous, <laughs> and oh then I think gosh. it scared. He said it didn't, but I think it scared him a little bit because we we slowed down fairly quickly, and uh, so we went up though in this area called Tackett Creek, which he said we're going to Tackett, and I was like. <clears throat> That's in Tennessee, which I'm from the border, so I, I wasn't sure where we were going in at. I'd never really explored back here a ton, man, but we went um, – this is not going to mean anything to you all, but from Middlesbrough to freaking Speedwell, which is almost down to La Follette, dude. Like I could – well, Norris Lake. You guys are probably mm -hmm. familiar with Norris Lake. It's one of the biggest lakes in Tennessee. Um, I could see Norris, which is a 35- to 40-minute drive from Middlesbrough. So we went – we did some distance on this thing that day. Um, but it was absolute insane how many people are down there on these side-by-sides now. Mm. I mean, I I knew where I'm from in Everts, people go, and I met people that were even like, yeah, we come down to go here. I'm from Illinois. We come down to go here once a year, and we come down to go to Everts, and I'm like, that's where I'm from. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's like this destination from all over the country. There were people mm. from Wisconsin down there, the people driving up from Georgia, um, and some of the best, like, trails marked and mapped and everything that you can find. I bet we saw 60 side-by-sides in four hours. Wow. I am Man, not exaggerating. Whoa. I mean, there was we went up to this one place. <clears throat> they kept calling it the cabin. I don't, I don't know if it was a coal 
because this a lot of this is abandoned logging and coal mining, um, right? Uh, and there must be an active either miner logging job on it because the roads were fairly well maintained. And we got up to this cabin, and they told me about it, and I'm thinking like maybe somebody would be up there. It's like a Walmart parking lot with side by sides in it, dude. I mean, they're they're all like they all got the fancy lights. There's like twelve of them when we pull in. Uh, everybody uh-huh. parked there, but I posted that picture. It, it doesn't do it justice of the picture. There's like this big bare spot in the front of it because you couldn't. I mean, people pay like a thousand dollars a night in Gatlinburg for views that aren't as good as what we had had right there. Um, but it it was pretty cool. This this cabin was probably a hundred hundred. 20 years old or so um abandoned but it had a water line running up to it so i'm i don't know where that water was being pumped from hmm. some spring or something but that kind of made me think it was probably like a fire watch or a coal or logging cabin or something um and then we went up to uh this lookout which is the picture i posted on go wild and <laughs> that was crazy it's like You've been, you guys have been in the Red River Gorge. You know those mm-hmm. drops. We're standing on one of those drops, and there's just drunk people everywhere. No. <laughs> yeah, dude. This one dude's got his dog, which was named Dude. Uh, but they're hey. all drinking, hey, like, dude. liquor at this drop-off. And I'm like, my anxiety's, you know, I'm like, man, somebody's, I don't know how people yeah. don't just fall off here all the time. Which there was a picture of a dude on a tree with a cross. So I guess people do fall That's off. But, uh, yeah. Um, but we're talking hundreds of feet straight down on a, one of those rocky cliffs and we were at least a thousand feet above the floor now that's a incline so Jeez. it was cool though the tackett creek if anybody i had a couple people on go out asking me where i was um i just wanted to say like if you're in knoxville that area because because la Fala, it's not far from knoxville like you, you're really close so like that if you haven't been to tackett and you got a side by side you got to go Is or it- four-wheeler it's like a state park or like Mm-mm. public land? Or? It's public land. It's a WMA. Okay. You have to get a permit. Um, I didn't really – Blake said you had to have a permit to ride back there, which I haven't seen that. But a lot of um, – it's not a wilderness, so you could actually drive in it. Okay. But, yeah, there's outfitters and everything down there. Hmm. I mean, I was shocked. In fact, I'm like, I need to buy a place to Airbnb and Speedwool because the, with the amount of people coming through there, you would have it rented all the time. I mean, we're there in November, too. It ain't like it's right. warm. You know, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine the summer or the peak peak fall. Fall, no. I bet it's nuts. Those trees from that lookout would be. Oh yeah, dude. Cool. Now the only thing that starts to happen is like sometimes it gets harder to see because all the foliage. Um, yeah. And we were down there on like a long weekend, so I'm sure a lot of people were yeah. taking extended trips. But still, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that was really fun. And then I went to. Uh, there's this place that was a settlement founded in like 1903, and it goes back even. Before that, it was the land was cleared and somebody lived on it in the mid 1800s, like before Lincoln Whoa. was president. Um, and so, some cool history. It's like American history, you know. We only go back a few hundred years, whereas like you go to Europe and you stay in like a 500 year hotel. Yeah. It's not, so, but so it's American history, but still pretty yeah. cool. Um, the coolest, I'd say. Yeah, you oh, know, USA. definitely the freest. <laughs> definitely um, the freest. The so there's this place though that I'd been to a couple times as a kid, and when I was a kid, you could get up there by car. And um, one time specifically, me and my dad and one of his buddies and his kid went up there and watched a a meteor shower because there's no light pollution. None. There's no city around, right? Like Middlesbrough's the closest one, and it's like 12 miles away. And so that was really cool. And then I remember going up there a couple different times as a kid. We'd go after church or something and go up there. And um, 
you could there's there's about twelve I think it's twelve different houses and structures up there. There's chicken coops. There's smokehouses. There's school. Um, there's a school. There's a uh, refrigeration uh, that uh, house that sits over a spring. And I remembered all this. And, like I remembered how cool it was to see the fences. Like all the fences are still up. Wow. Um, and I, I was like, I want to. I've always wanted to go back. And I, I hunted the the hike I told you all about, where I went up and then sat in the chair. That's actually the trail to that. If you keep going, goes to this place, but it's eleven miles, so it's quite the hoof. So uh, on Friday, no Saturday, I talk about getting back in the swing of things. Like I haven't run, I haven't worked out since like August. I think August was my August or early September was my last run deer season started getting, getting here. And then I always do this where I just don't work out for two months during deer season. Um, you only have so much time with three kids, right? Yeah. So I decided I was going, (laughs) there's this, this, I read online and it's like 5.6 mile loop up to Hensley settlement. And I started reading that it was maybe longer than that. And then the worst I had seen was like, it might be, an eight mile loop and I'm doing the math and I'm like, I can probably handle this. I didn't know what the elevation climb was going to be. I knew it was going to be a lot. Cause, um, if anybody's been through, I went in through Ewing, Virginia. So I'm on the state line, obviously I last time I hunted in Kentucky, this place is in Kentucky. It's in Bell County. But this time I came in through Virginia and it was actually closer. Um, but I mean, Virginia, that area of Virginia is famous for the white rock cliffs where people hang glide off of. Um, mm. so I'm like, I know there's elevation because I got to go over one of those, right? Like that's you, you know this trail is going over that. I had done, I've done some hikes, but this elevation was insane. It was like 2,700 feet. Uh, I read online that mile, like after mile one through three, you rethink your life, and it said specifically that mile two through three, um, while you feel like you're going up, it, she was pretty sure it was uh, living in the bowels of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was. Is like, this after the fact? Uh, this was, um, I, I was reading this before. And uh, so Still I knew, <laughs> I just didn't realize that the elevation climb was going to be at mm-hmm. 2,700 feet total. So I did it though. I went up there and walked around. It was really cool. Um, you Did you run this? Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. God, no. I, when uh, you, <laughs> I, I, I usually, I will do trail running. Yeah. And there are some trails that start to get too steep to run down there. Like there's, you can go up to the tri-state where you can see Kentucky, Virginia, and Tennessee where they connect. And I've run up to that. There are parts of it that you can't really run. You're kind of fast walking. I think I averaged 22 minutes a mile on this whole trip, which is pretty frigging okay with me considering, you know. Uh, my first mile was 18 minutes, and after that, I, the, that mile two to three was probably 30 or 35 I mean, it was just like there were. I only saw one family, and this woman looked like a tomato, and her face was about to pop. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, "Why did uh, she look yeah, like a tomato?" She was so red. She's but she's just laying out, and her kids laying there, were taking the shoes off. And we're I I didn't know how far we were from the top. Uh, it turned out they were about point seven from the uh, the 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 gap, you know, the chapel gap. But they weren't there when I came back, so I don't know if they kept going or what. They evaporated. Yeah. All right. So that was my story. It was fun. If you're in that area, it's a great place to go hike. Um, anybody ever wants to go hike that area, I know all the trails. And my dad is actually um, an expert at the trails in that area. He's done most of them. He hasn't done this one. It's, I mean, this is a – in fact, I told my friend I went, uh, and she's like, oh, I'm, you inspired me. I'm going to go try that one. I was like, look. <laughs> Maybe not. If you haven't walked in a – like, if you haven't exercised in a bit, like, I'm still – I'm hurting today. 
it's it's like getting worse. I got the domes going on or whatever they call it, the late onset muscle yeah. fatigue. Uh, that's that's happening. So, anyways, Erica killed a deer. I did. Yeah, I tell got us my about it. First buck. Well, I got a button buck a couple of years ago, but this is my first antlered deer. Heck yeah! So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, where to begin? I feel like looking back on my season, I feel like I was really like an emotional roller coaster. Like I would come, I started out like, okay, I'm going to do this archery, right? And I tried that for two weeks and I would go out and sit and like in my head, I just envisioned that, okay, cool. I'm going to get one in archery season because like there's less competition. And then that came and went and then rifle opened and the rut was kind of in action. Everybody was seeing deer and I just kept going out and my poor husband, like the the bad part about the private land hunting on your own land was like I could literally just walk out anytime I wanted to and get to my spot within minutes. Did you say that was the bad part? Yeah, because yeah, it's yes, always there. Because it's always there. <laughs> I was say, I think and you it meant would to just say awesome. See, I have kids. I got it. <laughs> yeah, it would just. Br- Braden's like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it would just eat at me. Like I should be out there. Like I'm not gonna kill him on the couch. Like Tim, when are you getting home? It is almost like if I'm gonna get out there, I've got to get out there. You've got to take these kids off me so Come I on, can Tim. go out into the day on ones. And he would like he was getting off work early so I could go out into these Look at woods him. so I could be like, okay, it's like three thirty. Like I could sit for, you know, until six or like it's four o'clock i could just run out there and then go sit anyways i feel like i sat for like 20 plus times over the season and then rut came and i started coming in last week and the week before and i was like i haven't seen anything in three sits it's over i've lost it and there was maybe twice one time i specifically passed on a six-pointer, like an idiot, and immediately regretted it, and it walked off when I decided to shoot. And then I kind of missed an opportunity on another buck that I could have shot but didn't know I really could have. Anyways, so I was getting really, really frustrated and probably annoying. <laughs> um, and so finally, um, Thanksgiving was coming. Uh, I went out Wednesday night. Friday morning, Friday night, maybe all Friday, I don't know. Um, no, 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 Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday comes after Wednesday. So Thursday, sure? Thanksgiving, I was like, man, I think it's over with. I haven't seen anything in the last, like, three sits. Like, getting really frustrated. The squirrels were, my God, I was about, I was just scoping them for practice. Like, boom, gotcha, boom, gotcha. And they were hurting my ears. Like, I could just hear them. And I couldn't tell, like, is this a deer? Is it what? Like, you guys are so loud. I just, I was really getting in my head, y'all. Like, real kind of crazy. Like, so Wednesday night, I text neighbor man, who's really been helping me, right? And I was like, hey, do you think, like, maybe I should move my spot? Like, do you think I've, like, been in there so much that I've, like, pressured them too much? And, like, now they're, that's why I haven't seen them in the past three sits. Am I overanalyzing this? Which I do a lot. And, uh, like, this guy, he always just, like, will send me a thumbs up. And I'm sending him, like, a paragraph of, like, <laughs> thing. And he's the sweetest man. And he was like, no, you need to be patient. You have a really good spot. Stick it out. Sit there again. And he said, do you have a, a rattle bag or a grunt, a grunt tube? And I said, Yes. Because the guy that gave me the bow also gave me, like, all of his deal. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, take those with you. Okay, cool. So then 
me and Tim are, and the kids are watching a movie and I'm YouTubing how to use grunt tubes instead of watching the movie. And Tim's like, what are you doing? And, I'm, and you know, you're like this sound of this guy doing like grunt tubes. I'm like, I got to figure this out, Tim. Okay. Anyway, so get out there that morning and I'm just super not having a good sit. Like I'm really in my head about things. I'm fighting with my toboggan because all season long, it just keeps moving back and forth on my head, down in my eyes. My hair is not coming in my face. And I'm like, the squirrels are just popping off. I haven't seen anything yet. And I'm about ready to like lose it in the stand. In the middle of the woods by myself, I'm about ready to lose it. I've been there. And I, I was like. It. I feel like that's the easiest place to I lose know. It. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and so finally I was like, you need to get a grip on yourself. You're literally in the middle of nature. Like, chill out. Calm down. And I was like, okay. So I kind of got myself together and chilled out. And, um, okay, so what happened first? So, okay, I sit in my tree stand, and all season long I noticed that the activity comes from behind me. So that's something I need to change for next season is I got to at least turn around because the whole season I just spend with my neck turned trying to see, like, what's what's coming. And – over to my left is kind of like some thicker brush, which I figured out this season that my best shots have been behind that brush. Well, like my work, where they're coming from. and But I can't take the shot. And that's where I've seen like bucks coming and going. Like, oh, man. So I do see a buck. He comes from my left and he walks behind me. But there's no shot all the way through. It just follows like this really deep brush. And he goes off. And I'm like, oh, I got that grunt tube. I think I maybe could call him back. And so I do, I try to do a little, little grunt. Is it called a grunt call or a grunt? Uh, I just try to do a little grunt and he doesn't turn around. Um, but I, now I'm like standing up, right? Standing up, turning behind me and just watching this guy. And there seems to be like another deer over there too. There's just like a lot of activity and it's pretty far off. So I'm in the woods. It's not like a field line. So there's like, you know, just a lot of trees and stuff I'm trying to look through. So I kind of see this other buck or doe. I'm not sure it follows this ridge line around me to the left. I'm like, oh, man, come back. I don't know what you are, but just come back. And it, it doesn't. And so I'll wait a little bit. And I keep looking back there. I'm still standing up. This is like 10 minutes later. And I see a little bit more activity. Like it's still like two more deer. And I'm like, I think I see antlers on one. But they're just kind of messing around about 100, 150 yards behind me so I'm like oh my grunt tube I can do this I can do this so now like an idiot I turn around because I have my grunt tube hanging on the tree and so now I have my back to this deer and for whatever reason I didn't turn around and do it but I like grunt call with this deer behind me and so I like make the thing and then I'm like oh you idiot now you have to turn around he's probably looking at you like he's probably looking exactly at the place that you called. So I'm like, man, I hope he's not coming. I mean, I do hope he's coming. But so I like slowly, slowly turn around. And I do see the deer closer. I'm like, okay, he's headed He's headed my way. And he's coming in closer, closer. And I'm like, oh, gosh, okay. And I put my um, scope up to it. And I see it's like a four-point buck. And it's taller times I don't know but we talked last episode with Derek about how he always has like a little talk to himself about what he's gonna take like am I gonna take anything with like this like what I'm gonna take so I started doing that and I was like okay 
If I see that six point that I passed on, am I going to take it? Yes, check. Four pointer, eh, I don't know. I've seen some like little four pointers on my um, trail cam, like real small kind of things. Like, I don't know. Anyway, so this guy starts coming through and he's coming straight towards me, by the way, like right to the call. And I had, um, I don't know if it helped because I did the, the call, the grunt, but I had some like, um, tinks, like the bomb. So I don't know if he was like maybe coming to that too. With Was your with wind grunt. blowing out that way? Though? Oh yeah. I forgot to tell you, my wind was blowing right towards him. Oh, okay. So I was like, so oh man, this is going to, this is going to bust it. My the wind bomb was, might have, the bomb might have saved you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it did. Cause it just coming right through. Okay. Wind is blowing behind me. You're, you're elevated too, so he and may I'm not elevated. have smelled you. Yeah, um, and he's coming right towards me, right towards me, and I'm thinking like, man, am I going to take this thing? I'm still like, it's what time of day? Uh, nine o'clock, eight forty-five, nine o'clock. Um, am I going to take this thing? And then I was like, yes. Yes, by God, you are going to put this my deer God. and yourself out of your misery and take <laughs> this deer. We must do it. So once I made the decision, I was like, oh, God, here we go. And this buck is still coming in, like, straight for me, like, right along this path. And I'm like, okay, but, like, maybe I should get you to stop. But, like, also, you're coming in pretty close. So um, I tried to do, like, the meh thing. But my scope had all brown in it. It was so close. So at 10 mm. yards, I was just like, pow. <laughs> I hit it. And <laughs> I think I hit it. I don't know. I would assume that at 10 yards. Well, we yards, know now you did. But like right. at that time, right? But at the time, and see, when I shot that button buck two years ago, it dropped right there. Okay. So I've never had to experience something running mm. off and not knowing. So What, what gun did you have? Um, it's a CVA 350 Legend, little scout, um, yeah. and a little single shot. I like it. It's lightweight for me. So, oh, anyways, just, just clarifying for the audience that's all wondering, yes, if you're shooting a six five creep more so they can rip you. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, we were just joking about this earlier about how everybody <laughs> hates on the six five. Right, so, 350 Legend. All right. Yeah, 350 Legend. So he kind of he he runs off, um, and kind of goes down into the brush that I talked about to my left. Um, I see him kind of, um, I don't know, trip a little bit and then he gets back up and then I can't see it anymore, but I hear him scuffling down there. It stops. And then a little bit more again, like all through the leaves. I'm like, Oh man, like what happened? And then it kind of stops. I can't tell if he just like ran away so much that I can't hear it anymore. So neighbor man is hunting on his property over there. And we always text back and forth. Are you out today? You see anything? What you see him? Da, da, da. Like a buck's headed your way. Does head your way. What not? And he was like, he knows how, he knows how first I've been. And he goes, I hope that was you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, took, I was like, yes, it was. Well, wait, it's like, I hope you didn't suck start that rifle. You actually shot it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he I was like yes and he was like okay do you want me to come down there and I'm like I don't want to screw up your hunt like and he's like I'm gonna give it and I told him you know it kind of ran off and whatnot and he was like I'll, I'll be over there in 30 minutes let it like chill out chill yourself out like whatever okay so that's when I start texting you guys and I'm like oh my god I shot something <laughs> and I'm like, oh god I shot something and this was Thanksgiving day this was Thanksgiving it? day yeah so yeah. I was because I remember I was driving 
Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I remember I was getting ready to leave, and all this started happening. Yeah, at this time, I totally forgot it was Thanksgiving Day, and I'm, like, texting everybody, right? I don't think anybody else cared. Oh, I mean, yeah. We were all excited. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I don't I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't see it. And at this point, I start second-guessing, like, oh, my gosh, did I miss at 10 yards with full fur in my scope? Did I miss? Because your story about... You were telling me how when you shot your doe so close that there was just, like, blood everywhere. And I didn't see that at all. And Like, before I even got out of my stand, I didn't see anything. Well, and I, I have not seen that before. This oh, was the first time. Okay. So, I was like, but I didn't know. And I was like, I should probably see blood, like, everywhere. Because <laughs> I just shot this thing so close. And I didn't. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I Oh my gosh, I have to tell everybody that I missed it 10 yards. The neighbor man knows I've already texted everybody. <laughs> like, this is going to be horrible. And so I, I finally, like, and you guys are like, chill out. Like, I'm sure you've got it. Like, what happened? Where did it go? I'm like, okay, yeah. And I also, like, I called Tim and he doesn't answer. And I'm like, this is the moment. I've never called you while I was hunting. This is the moment I've either like shot myself or shot something. Like you've got to answer the phone. He didn't, but anyway, he, <laughs> he finally did, and I was like, I shot something, and he was like, Are you are you okay? Do you need help? And I was like, No, I'll call you back later. Anyway, so I finally get down and compose myself. I did what you said. I was just like dropping stuff out of this. <laughs> oh yeah, I just start hurling stuff. <laughs> no time to be gentle. Yeah. Right, like let's go. Um, so. Neighbor man uh, meets me at the stand, and I'm like, I don't see any blood over there. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm really, really afraid that I just didn't get it. And he was like, All right, well, get your rifle and let's let's go track it. And so he goes right to the spot where I said I shot it, and he's like, Yeah, I don't see any blood. And I'm like, Oh my god, this is my <laughs> worst fears come true that I missed it ten yards. Because if I did miss it ten yards, I was like. I will never hunt again. <laughs> I will never do this again. <laughs> so I am done. I finally tell him like where it, where it went off yet, and he goes over and he was like blood, and I was like, oh my gosh, what? And he was like, yeah. And so then we start seeing like more blood, more blood, and we go over to that real thick part I told you about, and um, it kind of goes down this like ravine, and um, he was like, I see it. <laughs> Short track job. Yeah, it was like fifty. 50 nice. yards away maybe Sweet. and i was like what where and i think i'm just really bad like cider and he was like right there to the left and i was like i don't, I don't see it. <laughs> was it belly up if they're not belly no, up they're hard to it, see it was brown yeah no it was just side up and so anyways we finally see it and um go get it and it, it's dead i don't have to poke it in the eyeball it clears down <laughs> and then i'm like oh my my adrenaline is still pumping um, and then I realized that I need to field dress it. Now it's which, time to work. Yeah. yeah. Work has begun. <laughs> which I've never I'm done. I'm going to pause before. you and say they always look dead. That's why guys get gorged in the face. Yeah. So you always should poke it. Poke okay. it. Okay. Because you can't tell. Like, just, just I just want to, just for the, anybody listening. PSA here. PSA. That's why you poke it in the eyeballs because it's hard to tell. Oh. And if their eyeball doesn't move, they're dead. Then they're dead. Yeah. But okay. that's why guys get gored. There's a guy killed last year because he walked up on a buck that looked very dead, and it was not. And those powerful hams coming up with a, a eight-inch long Ugh. tie, and he took one to the heart. I'm just trying to say future people. Right. So. Okay. Future. I'm gonna. Future notice. Always poke rifle eyeball. in the eyeball. Yeah. Okay. Or just um, you know shoot it again right there. <laughs> Point blank. Just uh, really empty it up. <laughs> so 
I'm like, I got to do this myself because Mark helped me. Neighbor's name is Mark. Um, he helped me fill dress the first year that I got in 2019. But I was like, this is the thing that I really, really want to do so that I can continue this, you know, lifestyle or whatnot. I, I've got to do this. So anyways, he helps me through it. Um, I did it. This is probably one of my most prouder moments is that when I see my own blood or kids blood, oh, that's I, right. I will straight up pass out. That is right. I'll Isn't it out. weird how different it is though? Yeah. Um, there was, since my adrenaline was kind of like high and low and all over the place, there was a couple moments where I was like, okay, you need to get it together. You're going to do this and you're going to be fine. Um, but I did it fine. Uh, did you get the belly? You, you got awesome. it the belly and everything or the gut hook? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I like cut through there with the knife. Did the gut hook? The little... I love the gut hook. I know it's yeah. not one hundred percent necessary, but I how'd love. You, how'd you handle the butthole? Um, I was gonna ask that. It was it was fine. Um, I think that I don't. I think I like cut the what is it like the intestine? That goes oh, you just there? sliced yeah. it. I think I accidentally sliced that. That happens. That makes it easier. Um, because then we had to like go back in and find it and. Uh, whatnot, but no, I did. I did the butthole but while doing a little butthole barbacoa in, in your future. It's oh. all right, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> <laughs> Just floating around in there somewhere. Um, there was one point because okay, so I did gut shoot it. The shot was like very right behind the shoulder, and everybody was like, That's a great shot in the picture. But there was the like, angle was because he was coming to you, yeah. The yeah. Mm. I guess so. Um, because there was, like, acorns and, and corn, like, in the blood and all that stuff and then in it. So there was one point where I was, like, pulling on the um, esophagus. Mm-hmm. And, uh. like, I don't know what happened, but, like, blood splattered all on my face. Well, up <laughs> in the <laughs> cavity, that's where that's where most of it pulls, like, a lot of times. Like, you'll have it just, like, once you get up in there, it's just sloshing. So anything, yeah. anything coming out can soak you. So what, what happened next once this blood sprays yeah. I was like, oh, like, Because that was kind of the point it. that I was, like, <laughs> smelling stuff oh and I was yeah like, oh god and, and the neighbor i feel like it takes forever to get that smell out of your nose yeah too. Uh, once all i'm done butchering it yeah. yeah yeah once i butchered a deer it's like for three days that's all i can smell yeah all thanksgiving i was like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, uh which vitals did you hit uh i don't know okay Very probably nice. long Maybe. if you got behind the shoulder i mean how how low or how i mean 10 yards like this so he's like right there he hit. wasn't underneath. He was like from here to maybe the wall or a little bit more further away. But you probably did get a little long. He so like it came on the other side. It was almost like like I oh I don't know. I guess maybe you could say like I almost missed it because it was kind of like a lower shot behind the shoulder, and then the exit wound was like the very like an inch above the belly. Or above, like, the bottom of the deer, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. You probably hit long. Yeah. Maybe. Well, anyways, he's dead. Yep, he's dead. So we did that, and then I was like, okay, great. I need to, like, take it to a processor or something. Um, and Because that's what my dad has always done. That's what I intended to do. And um, neighbor man was like, I don't think anything's open today. It's Thanksgiving. And I was like, Ugh. and it was also 60 degrees outside. Yeah, you got to do something. And I was like, crap, what am I going to do? Also, I don't have an extra refrigerator. What are we going to do? And he was like, I rise this on my own. Like, let's just go get this done. And, like, he hasn't got his buck yet, and things were moving. 
And I was like, I don't really, man, I feel so bad. I don't want to like take this from you. And he was like, I don't care. Like, I just like to see other people do their thing. Like, it's hard for me to like get bigger than, like, not to be, he wasn't being conceited, but he was like, I've gotten like some really big bucks. It's going to be hard for me to like top that. He's had a good run. He's happy to help you. Yeah. So, um, anyways, he, he takes it down to his barn and he shows me like how to, to skin it and how to basically quarter it out. And, um, we put it in, um, bags and it's in the refrigerator and tomorrow oh the back strap and the loins are in my refrigerator already um but tomorrow we're going to process the rest so you have a food saver he does okay yeah cool so i'm excited, I'm excited that you get to go through the processing because yeah. i think and we talked about this last week like it's so intimidating um if you haven't been through it mm-hmm. but you kind of just got to do it yeah. and get yeah. it done i like what uh cindy stite said something on a post recently that they just grind the whole front legs and i think if you did that you just reduced like a lot of the complication because the front legs are more complicated to find the exact cuts on mm-hmm. um i mean you could still very easily save the shanks but like instead of trying to find all those the the roast on the front hand i mean if you take that approach the back i'm telling you the back legs are so easy they basically fall apart mm-hmm. those muscle groups just are so obvious you can't yeah, screw yeah it up. it's super intuitive yeah like the, you just the, look the, like it makes sense yeah like <clears throat> and then you know just following the lines there's literally a roadmap mm-hmm. you just follow that line <laughs> see how far it goes and you might cut it into another ham no big deal you can still cook it still makes yeah. great barbacoa yeah but that was all very interesting. Um, and then on Thanksgiving Day, when I went and did my family things, I got to tell my stories. Yeah, all day long. So, <clears throat> that's awesome. So proud of you. Yeah, I was. Re- I was really proud, and I know that I was really frustrated that it. I feel like it took me so long. But now looking back, of course, like being successful, I am glad that I took the little guy. Um, Braden, hand me the the uh, the skull cap there that's broken. I want to show her. Uh, oh yeah this was my deer after my first button buck so it's like oh, okay he's not this is f- totally fine yeah. you know so um you should be proud of uh oh, i'm holding him upside down um but yeah so not much bigger than your little guy there yeah. you should be proud of him yeah i i am proud and i think i learned a lot and like if i just went out the first day and shot something I don't think you don't learn a whole lot. Do yeah, I? yeah. I think about all the experience you got. Learn. You 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 learned where they were traveling through. Mm-hmm. You uh, you started to find food sources. You figured out where they're vetting. I mean, way better. Got than to use a grunt tube. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. that is really that cool. Stuff. I tell you, like the the getting to grunt at them and seeing how they respond. That's pretty cool. You got one to come in. Yeah. I I do not usually have great luck with grunting. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I think the younger bucks are. More stupid. Yeah. They're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that's fun, what, though, because they can get pissed. Phil's, yeah. Phil's did that, man. He hit it with the first grunt. He said, doo, doo, and then he did it again. He's like, here I come to stab you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. The, uh, it's it is time. One time I called, uh, I had the, there's a giant 10 point behind me that I had on camera, and he's uh-huh. the one I was looking for all season. I called him. He's on the neighbor's property just as a uh, Hail Mary. Uh-huh. And um, he blew at me, did not like it, ran away. Oh. And what, like, literally three minutes later, though, uh, this is archery season. Last night, archery before Modern Gun opened, this, like, f- big, mature eight-point came trotting down, though. It's the only time I've ever called in a good buck that I, like, 
like definitely called that deer in. Wow. Yeah. Um, that I did not know was there, but he came stomping down. My range is like 30 yards on archery, and he was at 40. Uh. <laughs> so, and he just beelined it straight down into the woods, and then they started fighting. Oh, wow. Yeah. I couldn't see it, but I could hear it, and it was awesome. Dude, yeah. I've never Dang. heard like that. I've heard two small ones like a little bit before the sun came Dude, up. Dude, this sounded like somebody was down there throwing couches. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> wow. how to explain it. It, yeah. was, uh, it. it sounded awesome. And that's that hunt. Uh, Dan said something funny about Derek the other day. He said Derek's hunted that property so much that he's almost biased as a hunter because past experiences that might have been one-off. He's like, well, but this one time, and I'm kind of the same way with this property. I'm like, well, but one time I saw bucks fight down here, and they were traveling through here a lot in that one season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I do stuff like I did this year where I hunt that spot. That's where I was. Right. And they weren't there. Yeah, that'll be interesting with your <laughs> yeah. property. Like, you've kind of you figured it out for this year, this time of year. Yeah. Like, what is it going to be like, you know, next year? And, like, like you were talking about taking your cameras down. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Tucker was talking about, like, January and February is when he does his scouting for next year's rut. That's yeah, right. and so like trying to maybe leave them out there and see, Mike's like, a big mm-hmm. advocate of never taking them down. Okay, yeah, that's another one. You want to see what makes it through the season, and after the rut, you also get to really get a feel for what's in the area mm-hmm. once they stop being crazy and running around. Yeah, you're talking about those deer that uh, like it's so funny in the rut. I had that six point that I was telling you all through the text was a stud body for a year and a half year old. I mean, I would mm-hmm. I, I passed on this deer three times in one day. Um, he he was a year and a half, like real big body, but I had seen those big bucks, so I was kind of waiting to see what would come through. But he came through. It's like a cartoon, like it's like Pac Man going out one side and coming in the other. <laughs> I'm like, what, dude? All you're doing is running. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Um, he he came in. He went out. He came back around. He goes out and he comes back in. I mean, literally, it's like Pac Man popping yeah. in and out. So it could have been the same box. They might. I mean, mm-hmm. they they will. It's like, how in the hell did you travel that far that fast, yeah, you know? it could have been. They just run nonstop that time of year. On a mission. Yeah. <clears throat> the weird part was is I hadn't seen anything for three days. And then Thanksgiving morning, like, there was just a lot of activity. And yeah. I couldn't believe it. Kind of weird that warm front yeah. got them going. You but think it'd be slower, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I or is would, it just the change? Like I cold to hot, hot to cold. Maybe barometric shifts get them no matter what. I always thought if it warmed up, it was usually not as good. Right. That's but it wasn't hot, hot. Mm-mm. No, I mean it. It started out, I think, like thirty was, that, yeah, morning, that morning, and then the it started to yeah to come up. So. Well, um, Jacob's got a meeting, so we got to wrap. Uh, really proud of you. I think uh, you. now we just got to really hope Dan gets Ooh, one. And come on, Dan. Got a hundred percent success rate this year. He's got so. a yeah. he's got a good late season rifle hunt. Yeah, he he really does. So he's on a uh, quota hunt. So hopefully he gets something. And um, there are a ton of deer out there and there i are. don't think a lot of people shoot the does so yeah so hopefully dan gets something um thanks thanks you guys for listening real quick apology on launching that last show late uh i know that's actually two episodes ago now but uh you know we we apologize for that sorry for the sound quality it sounded okay once it got rolling though so um won't happen at least not too many more times maybe here and there lord willing yeah lord <laughs> willing the creek don't rise all right brad latchell jacob knight Braden ware Erica johnson thanks y'all see you bye